Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafriher. And we are not experts. We're not. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Okay. I have something to throw at you, which I don't think we've ever talked about on the podcast. Wow. Because we just recorded a casual chat that really went to a lot of places. It went to a lot of places. (laughs) If you're not a a subscriber of our Patreon, we record a weekly casual chat where we go in with no plan and just talk. And it's a lot of fun, but it... If you want to hear, like, if if unhinged is a word you, word you want to say it's about like something. It's like every podcast digression. <laughs> times 10. <laughs> yes. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, just Please Google proceed. human dog beds if you want a preview about what we talked about. <laughs> but I did, but yeah, I, I actually have something I need to bring up that I don't okay. think we've ever talked right. about. And it does involve salicylic acid and it does involve skin and that is warts. Oh, okay. Have we ever talked about warts on the I podcast? I don't think we have. But how I'm, is that even possible? I'm, They're like the most basic skin issue ever. Okay, let's let's hear it. No, I just have a million plantar warts, and I am now on a journey to getting rid of them. I had a. I remember having a wart on my finger as a child, and I just had to like apply some. Oh wait, so you've you've not. Like, warts aren't a thing you deal with all the time? No. Oh. Something's going on over here. Because I've got... <laughs> Maybe got, you're like a cartoon crone. I Well, I mean, I'm pretty close <laughs> at this point. I've had warts before, and I've had to, like, go to the dermatologist and get them, like, not burnt off but whatever the thing is that they do that like yeah. sizzles them off and it Ooh. hurts so much uh-huh. but i have now i have like plantar warts on the what bottom it, of my feet they grow they don't mean? grow out they grow in here i'll tell you they are caused by an infection with hpv in the outer layer of the skin on the soles of the feet the oh, warts gosh. develop when the virus enters through tiny cuts, breaks, or weak spots on the bottom of the foot. Oh, so it, it, it's a virus. Yeah. I mean, aren't warts all viruses? Aren't they? I have no idea. Basically, I am now like salicylic aciding these like, they're like flat warts. I don't know how to describe them. They don't stick out. They're like little, like a hard, almost like a little callus. Are they painful? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I just was like, I should probably get rid of these question mark and you can buy like you can now all the -the over-the-counter treatment is so effective oh interesting like you can like the hold on let me just make sure i get the name reward treatment over the counter yeah like they have like plantar wart removers dr shoals liquid plantar wart that i mean i feel like that's what i used as a child they probably Probably. don't send children into dermatologists have their warts burned off well i had to do that with one of my kids so they do Dory, they do yeah she had a huge like she had to a huge wart on her hand and she had to get it um like get it it's frozen they like freeze it yeah yes she hated it it was awful it was awful warts are 
and they're like, um, warts are very resilient. They're like the cockroaches of skin stuff. <laughs> you know what else are our skin tags? Ugh. I hate skin tags. I have so many. I hate skin tags too. And they have to get the, the annoying thing about skin tags I have found when I go to the dermatologist is they aren't, their removal isn't covered most of the time by insurance because they're not, um, like my, my doctor will always be like, I'll just kind of say it was bothering you so we can get it covered. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And you know, you get more if you, when you get pregnant, did you know this? I didn't know that. Yeah. Just another indignity we have to suffer through. Well, I've got a weird thing kind of going on, which is part of the reason I want to see a dermatologist. And I'm, I, nobody be alarmed, but like I got that chemical peel on my face a few months ago uh-huh. like at a med spa. And one part of my nose has been like red ever since. Oh, interesting. And like kind of sensitive to the touch. Oh, and you think it was the chemical peel? I remember it, ha- like, I remember, like, touching my nose when I had, that, like, the skin coming off. And I was like, oh, oh. wow. So I want to get that looked at by a dermatologist. But it also just made me rethink my, like, Kate, like, anything for beauty? Do we really need to do this shit? Right. Like, now you have a weird hurdy spot on your nose. Interesting. Which I'm obviously getting checked out. Nobody worry. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like. I do. I do know what you mean. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this? Kate, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But we are. But we are. (sighs) Slow my roll. Slow my roll, Kate. Yeah. Why? 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 I don't know. I mean, the (sighs) eternal question, right? We can look into the systems. We can look into our own individual participation. We can examine vanity. Sometimes it's just, you just do it. I know. I don't know. I know. I mean, do I even need to be removing the warts on my feet? Maybe not. Maybe you could just let the warts live. Well, this is what I'm this is what I'm just wondering. Like if it's if it's not hurting you. Why? Well, I don't know why. Why do I want to get rid of warts? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> just the thing I thought I was supposed to do. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I hear you. There's also I will say, Dory something weirdly satisfying about wart removal similar to like zit popping a little bit oh now we're getting somewhere there's a little skin pickiness that you get to kind of partake mm-hmm. in that's kind of mm-hmm. you know that like gross satisfyingness mm-hmm. there's I do a little know. bit of that there's a little bit of that okay okay so just throwing that out there too just, that's just, part of it just throwing that out there that's <laughs> part of it okay Oh, anything new with you? Anything new with me? That's like less disgusting than warts. Right. Well, you know, you know how, I don't, maybe you don't know this, but like on my iPad, like the widgets on the home screen, it will show, it will like show me random photos from the past. Oh no. Does yours do that? I have a the thing where it changes it on my phone screen. I have oh, it set okay. to be like a different photo every hour. Anyway, of my kids. It it showed me a photo from like it's been like a year into lockdown, mm. and my hair was so long. Oh, and I was like, oh, I kind of like it. Kind of like that long hair. Like, and I was, and I was also like holy shit, my hair was long. Like, I don't think I had like fully processed how long it was because it was just growing gradually. And then when I looked- We all had COVID hair. We all had COVID hair. And I was like, oh my God, it was so long. It was like down to like my, like my chest. I remember when your hair was that long. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I'm going to grow my hair out. Well, I just chopped my hair a few days ago. It's cute. Oh, thanks. It's it's now we're now at the chin. I just figured I'm going to just chop it all off and then, you know, you know. Did you dye it also? Yeah. When my I she does like a base brown and then put a bunch of red highlights. I was going to say of, it looks a little red. It's very red. It's very red. My children were like, what the fuck? I mean, they didn't say a swear word, but they were like, why do you have red hair now? I like me, it. Oh, my God. I thanks. just noticed this. Yes. It's gl- like I see the little glints. Yeah. yeah. Pretty. Thank you. I'm I think it. I'm so pale that I think it 
works with like my freckly i think it works with my like my skin undertones Mm -hmm. and stuff but Mm -hmm. it is it is reddish it's very auburn so yeah i'm feeling very spicy Mm. okay well i support you growing your hair give it give it a go again i mean i also want you to have i also thought you looked great with bangs i liked bangs but my lifestyle currently does not allow me like I I don't I don't style my hair every day. And at least with my hair to have bangs, you needed to like really style your hair. And I sort of forgot that like in the past because, you know, bangs in a bob was like kind of my and Anna Wintour's look for a long time. I would time. say two peas in a pod, you <laughs> and in Anna Wintour. Yes. But that was also when I was like showering, washing my hair every day. Right. And blow drying my hair every day and styling my hair every day. And like, I just don't. Also, my hair texture has kind of changed, mm-hmm. I think, post-pregnancy. And so it's like not as straight anymore, Um, which also kind of makes having bangs like a little tougher. I don't know. I just, I didn't have the, honestly, I didn't have the energy. I also didn't have the energy to like go back and get them trimmed and I cannot trim my own bangs. I'm like, it's a disaster. So mm, they the were just, bang trim. they were just more high maintenance than I was like equipped for at this particular moment in my life. I, I forgot that bangs retwi- require trimming. Yes. And like when I got my bangs cut, I was like, ooh, I want like cool, like Alexa Chung curtain bangs, mm. which are cool, but they're also long. So like within like two weeks, they were in my eyes. And I was like, am I, would I, I, I need to get these trimmed every two weeks? Like that feels crazy. So, you know. I think also like one thing I always have to remind myself when I like, a hairstyle on a celebrity is like the amount of professional work that's going into making them look good all the time. Especially if you're seeing it on a red carpet. Oh, forget it. Like it's unattainable. I mean, I still eventually want to get like a really nice wig. Oh yeah. I remember we talked about this, Mm -hmm. but like a good wig is, is quite expensive. Yes. Yes. So have to save up for that put it on the put it on the bucket list you know okay like just wig aspirational (laughs) yeah Yeah, climb mount everest get (laughs) Get a really good wig (laughs) but it's got to be a really like i know what you mean a good quality one yeah Yeah, i'm with you you had would you ever do extensions again in your hair and then sorry then we can take a break again they require a level of maintenance that and I just cost. don't and cost that I just don't feel like dealing with right now. Totally. Um, so like probably not. Just I mean, being great real. answer. <laughs> um, Dory, we have a really wonderful guest today. We're talking to May Leah Mills. She is freaking hilarious. So funny. She's an Oakland, California native. She is a graduate of UCLA, and she's a writer, comedian, actress, and a rapper. She has done like so much comedic work here in Los Angeles. She's co-hosted the podcast Talk Like a Girl. As a stand-up, she has like done work for Sasha Baron Cohen. She recently won a scholarship from the Hollywood Fringe Festival and performed her show, The Allure of Thug Life, to numerous sold-out audiences. It was named one of the top 10 shows to see at the Fringe by the LA Times. It's won a bunch of awards. And Melia is also a mom pal of ours. So we were very excited to get to talk to her about everything from like balancing work, maintaining like confidence as a creative, her numerously wild, odd jobs. Like she's had a fascinating career. Mm-hmm. We got we got into everything. We're gonna take a quick break and come back with Malia. Um, but before we do, friendly reminder that you can visit our website 
forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned here. Our Instagram is at forever35podcast. If you want to check out that casual chat we mentioned where we talk about human dog beds and all the other stuff we offer as bonus content on Patreon, you can find that at patreon.com slash forever35. You can find our favorite products at shopmy.us slash forever35. And please talk to us about warts and anything else you want to talk to us about by leaving us a voicemail or sending us a text message at 781-591-0390. You can also email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. We'll be right back. And we'll be back with Malia. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, Even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh god, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the Tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now, that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Malia, welcome to Forever 35. We are very excited to have you here because, you know, we all know each other through, I mean, through a few routes, but mm-hmm. one main way we all know each other is through a Facebook mom group. And yes. so it's always exciting to have other parents on the podcast, um, especially I think when like we have shared 
you know, some of the vulnerable moments sure. of our lives together via screens. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into it, we like to ask every guest on our show to share something that they consider a self-care practice in their life, which can really look like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start there. Do you have something that you consider self-care for you? Amazon. Oh, okay. Let's okay. get into it. Okay. Are you a Prime member? I am. Very okay. much so. Yeah. Now, is Amazon your self-care in terms of like just shopping, scrolling, the way it can come so fast? Oh, that sounded yes. inappropriate, but you know what I mean. I, I love it. Come quickly. <laughs> um, just shopping. Just It's like, how could we live without it? Like, I know we should want to live without it, but we, we, once we've gone here, we can't go back. The pandemic got me into it in a major way. And I hadn't figured out, you know, like how to get rid of the boxes. So like the whole backside of our house was lined with boxes. I had to have somebody come and take them away <laughs> because we had so like many a professional, a professional hauler. Yes. I, 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 my kid was a newborn at the time, you know, it was just like, I'm just maintaining, you know? And did, so, did oh, go ahead. oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you have your kid in the pandemic? I had her 2019. Okay, got it. So you had a baby, you had a real baby just crawling around. A real baby crawling around like two days before the pandemic hit, I was taking her to be interviewed for a school. And then she ended up sleeping through her nap, which she normally doesn't do. And I was like, oh, I want her to be up. I mean, sleeping through her nap. Does that even make sense? No. She had I like knew what you meant. <laughs> right, right, I, right. Yes. Right. This is four hours of sleep because I still haven't slept since she's been born. But, but so yeah, she was, she normally would nap like noon to two and she fell asleep at 1130. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to bring her now. I want to ha- have her experience the school and see if this is like a place she wants to be. And then, so I canceled. And then two days later, and the, so she was with me the entire mm-hmm. two years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and then what's kind of amazing to me is were you developing your one woman show at the <sighs> same time? Not fully. I can't say. I just had thoughts percolating, but it wasn't like mm-hmm. on the grind where like 2022 I was like 2023 this is going to get up and running. So once I got her into school, then I felt like now I can focus on this. Yeah. Can you for those of us such as myself who are not familiar with how a like a one woman show is developed mm-hmm. can you just kind of like walk me through the process of that like are you are you just like jotting down ideas and how does it how does it work i'm jotting down ideas like you know something kind of comes to you that then keeps saying i need to be made i need to be made and you're like mm-hmm. oh and then sometimes you're like just leave me alone I want to do other things. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to rest. Oh my God. And so it's like coming to you. So then I would say, oh, I need to get in a class because that'll give me the structure to get this done. Or I need something that gives me a deadline to get this done. Or I need a group yes. that's, yes. Yeah. So, so all those things, I would have stops and starts. And then I workshopped like a half hour of it. And people were like, oh, this is so good. You know, it should be a TV show. We can't wait to see what you do when you make it longer. And then I'm a perfectionist. So then I went into like, oh, I have to do more and I have to make it longer. Like just so much pressure on myself about getting it done. And and then it was like, oh, it has to be perfect. And then I got to, Mm. no, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to get up. Because no matter, no. like, I'm sure Lin-Manuel Miranda at the end is still like, I could have done this in Hamilton, or I should have changed this. Right. You know? Yes. <laughs> I need to hear this, like, that the final piece doesn't need to be perfect. Yes. Because because the final w- creative work is essentially permanent. I'm thinking about this as a writer. Right. But, like, there's no such thing. There's like, no that such thing. That is very thing. inspiring that you let go of that. I let because go. That's really hard. I let go. And I, so I put it up at the Hollywood Fringe Festival because it has to be only an hour. And I was like, I need that 
because, you know, it feels like, oh, this could be two hours or this could be whatever. And it's like, oh, let me have an hour. And then you can always add more to it. But just having a tight hour that you could take anywhere, any place you could do an hour. So, yes. So um, and originally it had some music in it, but it wasn't really it was a comedy, um, but it wasn't really a musical. And then I decided to make it more musical and put like 10 songs in it. And I played 10 different characters. And, you know, just the the writing, the writing was the hard part. And then I'm like, I can get up and perform this, but let me get this writing done, you know? And how how autobiographical is the show? It's, is it based like exactly on your own life experiences or kind of drawn from it? It's semi-autobiographical. Yeah. So, yeah. There, can some you tell things are heightened. our listeners... Can you tell our listeners what is what it's about? Yes. So my solo show is called The Allure of Thug Life. And it's about me as a teenager who's from a upper middle class family who longs to be a gangster rapper. So she's trying to go riches to rags. Riches to rags? Yeah. <laughs> and along the way, she encounters bullying and boyfriends and bullets. And it's a musical. <laughs> Okay, I'm so again. I need to reiterate that I'm dying to see this show, and I can't, I'm very excited and uh, hoping that it will come back to the Los Angeles area. Yes, yes uh, same. And because I know you just did a massive run in Oakland, yes. in your hometown. Yeah, yeah, the Bay Area, the, the Marsh in Berkeley, which you know they're five minutes apart, so it's right across from UC Berkeley. And I did a run from October through November, and then it was getting standing ovations and selling out. So they asked to extend it. So I extended it through Amazing. December. Yeah. And they're like, when are you coming back? So I just talked to the, the founder wow. yesterday and she was saying, Oh, you know, when I said, maybe I'll bring it back in the fall because I think I maybe want to add a couple more songs too. Can I touch on this? Because like you, you bring up like the, the high or like the best part yeah. of something like this what and i think you know we're creative so i'm thinking of it from a creative point of view but it could be anything professional right like you're Mm -hmm. you're having like the peak experience Mm -hmm. of professional work Mm -hmm. but i was listening to you on another podcast kind of describing your very long arduous career journey and Mm -hmm. the variety of jobs that you've had (laughs) and and I think oftentimes like when people hear or just see the like accolades they don't like it's Right. It's hard to understand the years that came before and how that is the foundation for where you are now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I would love to just kind of hear about what that experience, like what has been your path leading up to this moment as both a performer and also just like a person yeah. in the working world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I um in high school, I was in plays and um, I got a scholarship to be in the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. I was the only African-American female chosen from across America. What? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. And so that was pretty cool. And uh, and then I went to UCLA and majored in theater and um, did my junior year at Howard University and uh, was directed by um, Al Freeman Jr., who was Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X in a short film that he did, which was like oh, wow. amazing. Yeah. And then I came back, graduated from UCLA. And then I started, you know, kind of pounding the pavement, getting an agent, getting the headshots, all that, and tons of regular ass jobs. So, uh, gosh, I've, I've done everything. I, you may have heard that I've cleaned urinals. <laughs> That's a job. I worked for Judge Judy and Judge Joe Brown. Um, I worked for Cash Money as a stylist, Cash Money Records, Little Wayne. And this is my like favorite journey from like, you've been with the judges, you've been at Cash Money. Like it's, that is a, that is a, a lot. Like it requires a lot of various skills. Like, Right. And also urinal cleaning. Like cleaning cleaning is such a skill. Like all these things. Mm-hmm. I know. Pubes. Lots of pubes. Pubes. Oh, <laughs> like, like the guy reflexes. Uh, like, I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think that any job is beneath me. It's basically what it is. So anything that's leading to where I need to get, anything that was help paying the bills. I was down to do, you know, as long as it fits in with my morals and values. But, uh, right. yeah, but, um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm even trying to think. There's there've been so many jobs. That I used. Oh, I worked at BET. I was a talent manager for uh, BET, <laughs> so booking actors and actresses and musical guests for the show, and then tons of celebs came through there. I'm always like, I should probably write a book about this because this isn't everybody's journey. Like you just think, oh, everybody's yeah. got to do these jobs. Everybody's then- <laughs> a Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. Do you have? I, I feel like this is this is something that I think about sometimes like as someone in a creative industry, but Mm -hmm. when do you feel like you've, when do you feel like you've like made it? And is there something that you had when you were like, you know, graduating from college that was in your head of like, I will have made it when I do X and like, has that changed? How do you feel now? Yeah. I mean, I've always been like, I will have made it when I have an EGOT. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good goal. No right. small feat. Yeah. Right. But I do feel doing this one moment show feels like it for me. Absolutely mm. feels like it. Like I'm so proud of it. It was received the way I'd hoped it would be received. And yeah, it just, when I think about it and the responses I've gotten, it warms me up and fills me up inside. So I'm so happy that I saw it through and I didn't let it just languish somewhere and never, you know, it feels yeah. like I, I was true to myself and true to my desire and I fulfilled a dream. That's how I feel. How, do you feel like a connection to, in a way, to your teenage self through the show? Absolutely. Since you are, there are bits and pieces of your real life experience in there. Absolutely. And so many people from high school came to see my oh, show. Oh, wow. Which was, and it deals with bullying and like yeah. some bullies came. And they came? They came and they said wow. wonderful things about me and my show. Wow. called me brilliant. Yeah. So that was just like, that may even be better Ooh. than doing the show. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's healing. Yeah. Wow. It was it was very healing. And and to, to do that with all the people who kind of knew different parts of the experience and and <sighs> lived it with me and could relive those moments and they just said, Oh, it was so fun, such a great journey back to that time. So yeah. Can I ask about like specifically the relationship to music and hip hop? Because my like very limited knowledge of hip hop is that like Oakland has its own unique hip hop scene that's so specific. True. I dated someone who was very into Oakland hip hop when I was in college. <laughs> and, and I just, I would love to kind of know about like what your relationship is to music, what it meant to you growing up, what it means to you now. And and I, I'm assuming it's maybe like specifically the Oakland hip hop scene, but maybe it's broader. I, I just would love to kind of dig into that a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely broader. I mean, um, as a kid, I was taking a classical piano lessons and then I decided to quit because after eight years because I wanted fake French tip fingernails. Obviously, (laughs) you become a teen and you're like, these are the priorities. And and you can either play piano or have the nails. So had to make a choice. (laughs) And so, of course, then I was like, oh, wow, I could have been Alicia Keys, but (laughs) now I'm going to the Super Um, So, yeah, I just I, I just absorbed all the hip hop I could. I would go get music that I wasn't supposed to listen to, like listening to Ice mm. Tea. Uh <laughs> and uh I it just felt like you were being a bad girl to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I but at the same time, although you know there's misogyny and everything and some of the lyrics that I also felt empowered in it. And I felt like mm, they're not talking about me. They're talking about these other chicks, Somebody you else. know? Yeah, yeah. But it I think it just gives you bravado and um I love New York rap. I I love LA rap. I love Southern rap. I just I love all <laughs> rap and hip hop. I just love the the culture and I love the um effect it has on all other races, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, it's essentially like the driving force of culture. Right. It is. For all of us. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and oh sorry, go ahead, Kate. Right. No, you go. You go. Okay. Um I was just wondering, you know, we talked about um, 
you having a, a small child uh, when the pandemic yes. started. I think our kids are right around the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering also, like as a mom, how being a mom is like brought to bear on the creative work that you do. Ugh. I think it has been a driving force for me. I put off having kids because I was like, oh, I got to wait on this. I got to make my career happen first. You can't have a career and have a kid. So I waited, waited, waited. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it now. And I'm like, I should have done this sooner because the urgency and the wanting to make her proud of me and wanting to leave leave a legacy will have me getting up at three in the morning to write. Whereas before I'm like, oh, I could sleep in and get to that tomorrow. I can procrastinate. Yeah. 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 It it created a, an urgency in me that I've never felt before. Wow. And what about the content of your work in um, terms of being a mom? You think a five-year-old see it? Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'm just wondering like how the experience of parenthood, like does that get expressed in your work and how you kind of think about it? Well, you know, not so much in this. Well, I can say a little bit in the show because the show is largely about my dad and the wonderful relationship we share. Yeah. And so parenting is involved yeah. in that. Um, yeah, very much so. And he was at every show and loved everybody oh. coming up to him, telling him he's great. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that does factor in. And, and the project that I'm working on going forward deals more with my relationship with my daughter. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're just going to take a short break and we will be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because, look, as I'm learning in my mid 40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and, more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
do you did did you feel like writing the allure of thug life and like and writing your dad in as a character in that relationship because you play your dad I through do. parts of the show right I do did you have a different perspective because you were a parent like were you able to start to see these moments yeah in a different way or kind of like maybe it gave you more empathy for what he had experienced as a Absolutely. father. Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, poor dad. I'm sorry I put you through the things <laughs> I put you through. Oh my God. And, and I still don't tell him stories to this day where he's like, I didn't know that or I don't want to know that story or oh, you put through that. You're still stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm dreading that side of things because there's, I did so much. I was like a pretty reasonable kid and I did so much dumb shit. <laughs> that I didn't, that my parents never knew about. Right. And like, obviously my kids are going to do the same. Obviously. Yeah. And you want to control it. Of, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I want, I, I don't want that to happen, right, but right. I think that's part of the journey, but Oh, it gives me like the shivers. I know. About it. I know. Well, well, and she's already like so feisty. I, I She just turned yes. five. So I call her feisty now. She was fornado <laughs> before, but fornado. she's so feisty and she's so smart. I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like, right. I, yeah. I'm like, you're already smarter than I am. <laughs> so yeah. what am I in for? I know your, your tales of your daughter always really make me chuckle. <laughs> she's got like a real, she's got a real fire. personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, yeah, the other day when I was like, oh, is that a full moon? And she was like, yeah, it's full. Somebody fed it. And oh. I was like, I've never even thought of the moon being full in that way. Like, oh my full, God, that's so spin. funny. <laughs> that's so funny. So basically, she's also a comic, basically. like an astute observer of the world basically. and seeing things through new perspectives. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. I, I wanted to just like circle back to what you were saying about the urgency feeling because I had my kids really young. And I remember feeling this, like the duality of like the earth. And the reason I, I had kids when I'm not really young, actually. Scratch that. I was 31. That's not really. You're like, I was 17. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I made it sound like I was, you know, 20 years old. No, but young for me. And I I remember that feeling like there is an urgency to, to, to all of it. Right. And there's like, there's no solution. And, and I mean, we're not supported systemically in any of this. So like it's, there's, there's kind of this like battling feeling between, I think, all these avenues of life that yeah. I personally still find really hard to balance. And I don't Me think too. I have balanced them. And I, no. I just, I don't know if that's been your experience, but I would love to like dig in a little bit more to kind of what it, that's been like for you um, navigating those things. Yeah. I definitely feel like you can't have it all at the same time. Like that's mm. impossible. And, um, and you just have to do everything tired. Like yeah. I was always waiting to get enough energy and it's like, no, that's not going to come for the, for that nine week run. I got on a plane every Saturday morning at 8 a.m., flew there, did the show, flew back Sunday morning so that then I could be with her all day Sunday. Oh. I was just like, sometimes I'd be snoring on the couch. Oh, but I'm here, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that you, you have to take pockets. It's like, this is my pocket now where I get my time and I need support in this. And now is, you know, my husband's pocket and will support you during this time. But that's it's it's a trade off and you have to make the rules for what your relationship is. I remember my mom and dad, like my mom would sometimes be the one working. My dad would sometimes be the one working and they just supported each other. You got to have the partner that can do that dance with you. But yeah, yeah, you're you're always going to feel overwhelmed. Like I, I find myself a lot of times going, I'm so overwhelmed that, oh, I just finished this task and now I have to do the dishes. And now here's some clothes. And didn't I just wash clothes? They're piling up again. And like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The constant <laughs> overwhelm is, yeah. it's a real fucking drag. It's a real fucking drag. Yeah. Part like, of my oh, language, I just want to feel it, joy it, this whole day. I want to feel joy. I don't right. want to feel like there's something on my to-do list. Can I have a day filled with joy? Are you able to, like, do you make joy for yourself? Like, is that, are you able to tap into that amongst the overwhelm? Well, coming to talk to you guys today, I was like, because I always want to take a bath, but I just take showers all the time because I do my daughter baths. And I'm like, I don't want to wash the tub out twice. <laughs> I just want to wash it oh, to yeah. one person, right? Yeah. I don't want to do it again. I don't have the energy for it. So 
Saturday, my husband took my daughter and then I said, you know what? I'm going to put my bath pillow that I haven't used since before she was born on the back of this tub. Uh-huh. And I'm going to put some Epsom salts in here and I'm just going to enjoy yes. myself. And I was like, yeah. I haven't done this. And their podcast is making me <laughs> take care of myself. I'm really glad. I we haven't taken this. baths, but I love that <laughs> yes. that got you there. Yes. I also love that like you've had that pillow for four years just sitting there. <laughs> just sitting there. Just waiting for its time to shine. It's like, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> but truly a bath is feels uh, it is such a luxury such on a so luxury. many levels. Like yeah. the time. The prep like like you the said, prep. the preparation, the like wiping the hairs out of the tub. <laughs> Yeah, all that I know. But was it worth it? It was. Was It it was so worth it. And last year I went for a spa day on my birthday, and I got this honey body bliss massage. It was the worst fucking thing. Oh no! (laughs) They had some salt scrub that like felt like I was being tortured, and then the woman put on rubber boots and like sprayed me down with a hose. this is abusive. Like, it didn't relax. It, did it didn't relax. relax. I was clenching my butt cheeks. Like, yep. <laughs> I've been in those. I've had a, like I've had a couple spot treatments where you kind of get hosed down, and there are moments where you're very cold. And yes. I find like, yes, <laughs> you are very smooth and soft after, but you're not. It's not that kind of like uh, my body's like jello. No feeling at all. You've like worked. You've, you've worked. worked hard. You've worked hard. Where do you like see yourself? professionally creatively like what you said you're working on something else Mm -hmm. also like how do you make that switch from like doing the completed thing to then starting back at i know ground zero Mm. i'm i'm being gentle with myself and just Mm. kind of putting all the notes in my phone so anything that comes to me put it in there put it in there but i'm not like this has to get done by this time you know because because i do feel like i want the laura thug life to have a full life. Like I'd love for it to be a Netflix special or I'd love for it to be on Broadway. Like I want it to have its full complete life. It's not just because, you know, if people see it, then they're like, Oh, I've seen it. What's, what's coming next. And you're like, no, I've put a lot of blood, sweat and tears. into this, So it needs to Uh, do more things. Yeah. Right. Right. But, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just slowly moving with that. And, and I kind of feel like I have the template now after doing or the mm-hmm. blueprint, after doing the lore of Thug Life that I'll kind of use for this as well. So so it, it was getting over that. That was a big hurdle and got over yeah. that. Yeah. So you do have, mo- do you have moments of like self doubt or? Okay. 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 Just making sure. <laughs> yeah. All the time. And, and another thing that yeah. motivated me in my bathroom. So I got a, an anklet from Melody Sani. She's a, owns her own business, clothing, jewelry. She's married to Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And so I got her anklet and in, and just it came to me and inside the box, I opened it up and it said, we see you. Um, What what did it say? We see you. Stop waiting. Stop waiting to be who you already are. Ooh. We see you. Stop waiting to be who you already are. Yeah. And that like gave me chills and I taped it up next to my mirror and so every day I would see that and it was pushing me to get the Lord done. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, beautiful. we see you, you, you can't freaking hide. We know that yeah. you got it. Make it happen. So, and then I ha- happened to see her at Netflix is a joke. The day that Chappelle got rushed on stage. But God. yeah, I saw I saw her, and then I showed her my anklet because I happened I just got it, and it was on, and then I was like, "Oh, that's like a sign." <laughs> I yeah, got it and I see her. Yeah. Can we? Can I ask us kind of a superficial question before we kind of wrap things up? Which is, I was perusing your Instagram mm-hmm. and was very obsessed with your entire look for the. 2024 emmys thank you uh like the whole show the dress is freaking amazing oh, like everything um and i love like i love getting like going out having a glam night because like the truth is like 99 percent of the time we're all in sweatpants yeah i'm assuming I'm i mean just, i have like, on a an royal indoorsy week. shirt right now like. yeah yeah like <laughs> 
truly I'm in Crocs as we speak. Right. But like what what was your like glam preparation for the Emmys? Was there anything you did that you were like, ooh, this is the secret to getting glam? Ooh. Well, I went to a place that does that recycles clothing. So my dress was rented. Ooh. Yes. Oh. So, and that big, is a rented that dress is that stunning. A dress that was the first dress they brought to me. So they picked oh out God. some selections of dresses, and then the woman who's over it used to work at Vogue or something. She has a place here and a place in New York, and she walked in and she said, "This just came in. This is your dress." And I said, "Oh, I don't know. I need to try some other things on first And she's like, "Okay." And then I tried some others on, and she was like, "Oh, it's going to be hard to choose." She was like. But I think that's the dress. And then I said, I think you're right. And then I said, how did you know? And she said, you know, there are different people who come in here, but you came in with the Keith Herring sweatshirt. It just seemed like you could pull it off. So I was like, let me have her do this. And then and my husband was like, perfect. It's elegant and sexy. My mom was not pleased. She wanted me to be Jessica Rabbit, boobs out. Even, even after I wore it and people loved it, she was just like... Oh, no, you should have worn the Jessica Rabbit. You, that's that's you were covering so too much. Funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so she's still. She wanted fan. more boobs. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but I loved it. It was just like, and, and I think it's such a great idea and concept because you know we don't need all these extra clothes. And once you wear it for an event like yeah. that, you can't wear it again. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. so I felt it was like my first opportunity like that, and I felt so pampered because with the rental, you also get they do earrings shoes uh purse necklace now i switched out and did my own shoes because their shoes i felt were a little too much in competition with the dress but Mm -hmm. you know to have all that as part of the package felt like ooh, i feel like cinderella for a day yeah (laughs) your shoes were amazing you did a great job thank you ross ross honey ross ross dress for less they were like under 40 bucks okay Yes. yes. Okay. Everybody go to Malia Mills on Instagram and just, you can see the full look, but you can see the Ross shoes. Oh, yes. I love a Ross. Okay. Don't you? Yes, I do. I, there's one near me and I do love a stroll through the Ross. Yes. And did you do your own makeup and hair or was that somebody no, else's one? I went to okay. my regular hairdresser and she did my hair and then my um, husband's cousin does makeup and she did my makeup. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we just we rented a little Airbnb and had people come over oh, and hung out before nice. we went. Yeah, it was like prom. <laughs> was like prom. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, a good day. Um, Malia, before yes. we wrap up, we always like to ask people about their skincare routines. So mm-hmm. is there something that you want to share? Um, any particular products that you're loving right now? I'm loving Vaseline. Oh, yes. You are speaking Kate's language. <laughs> the greatest product ever freaking made. Yes. Um, I'm I'm hoping to learn from you guys because I'm so low maintenance. Like I was like, I saw the, the, the questionnaire about sheet mask or serums and I'm like, serums, I guess. Like I wash no. with Dove soap or Noxzema. I use Burt B's little cream. And then at night I do the same wash and Vaseline, you know, eyes, uh-huh. all that, because that's what, grandma who looked great for her whole mm-hmm. life and mom used so yeah and then i'm just like cocoa butter lotion <laughs> so i'm so basic guys no i think that's first of all i lo- i love it i truly think dory and i both had the same experience kind of after doing this show for so long that you realize you don't really need to actually do much yeah. that like, like a lot all... of times less less really is more mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, and they get us because there's so many products, but they're all so expensive. And then I'm like, yeah. well, I see some people and they're using so many things and their face doesn't look good. So right. Yeah. 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 No. But I know, I mean, I'm sure there are magical things out there. I'm just, I, I don't, I don't know what they are yet. I'm so basic, guys. <laughs> No, no, you're not. Can I ask about Noxema? Because I bought some recently. We did a whole podcast episode about Noxema, and I was yeah. fascinated to see that it still has like a hold in culture. Are, have you been using that since you were a teenager? Is that like something yeah. you've come to recently? No. Are you a Noxema loyalist? I mean, all, all growing up, I was a Noxema loyalist, probably junior high, high school. And then I stopped and just 
dove all the time. And then I rediscovered it like last year. And I'm like, oh, wow. oh this helps remove makeup so yeah. much better. And, and I like the smell. It feels like, uh-huh. oh, this medicinal is doing mm-hmm. something for my pores. You know? <laughs> and so, and so you got the tingle. Yeah, the tingle. tingle. Mm-hmm, I need the tingle. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, that seems like a perfect note to end on. The I tingle. need the tingle. The tingle. <laughs> I love that. Um, um, oh, go may, ahead. Kate. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 Dory. Why we? I'm sorry. I keep talking over you. I was just going to say, Malia, where can our listeners follow you and find more ab- out about your work, especially if they can see you perform live? Yes. So, MaliaMills.com has information about my show, has upcoming shows, has past reviews, etc. And then on Instagram, I'm at MaliaMills, M-E-L-I-A-M-I-L-L-S. And I think that's, I'm on, I'm on the TikTok, but I don't, I'm not posting dance routines <laughs> all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this has been such a delight to get to talk to you. Thank you it so really much. Has. Thank you. Thank you pod. for having Thank me, you. ladies. Well, Dory. Yes, Kate. I set an intention, mm-hmm. which was to clean the corner of my room. Mm-hmm. And I did it. There's one tiny pile that I haven't found a home for. It contains things like a phone case that I bought and then I decided not to use. And I want to give away my buy nothing group, but I haven't done that yet. It's, it has stuff like that. Mm. You know those things? Mm-hmm. It's got a I lot do. of those things. Yep. One disinfecting wipe that like I should just put in a bag, but I just like I was just totally. sitting there. But it feels good to have the corner cleaned. But now... I I realize I need to clean out like our drawers of expired medicine. Oh yes, we yes, so- we talked about this, oh, and I and I-, I reminded you to look at your dogs. Oh my god, yes. Okay, so wait. So my intention last week. Sorry, my I, I fucked this up because of what I wrote here. My intention last week was to clean the expired medicine in my yes. house. Yes, you told me to clean my dog's medication. Clean. I mean, toss. Like yes. check the expiration date. And toss. I haven't touched this yet. Part of it is because there are so many spots in my house with medication. Like maybe I need to consolidate medication areas. Mm -hmm. So I've got my work cut out for me. And like I should probably also do this in my kitchen cabinets. I did use a tomato paste that was two years old yesterday and it it was fine. Was it opened? No, 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 no. It wasn't wasn't open, but it was like, I need a tomato paste for this recipe. Yeah. And then I looked down, it was like 2022. And I was like, well, shrug, it's fine. And, it, and I, nobody I got food poisoning. I think it's fine. So, you know, I, I kind of want to bump this expired medication one to this week again. I don't want to, I don't, that kind of feels like a cop out, but I really do, I really do want to commit to doing this. I feel like this is also an important one because I often only notice when my medication's expired when I like go to grab it because someone needs it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to redo my last week intention. I'm going to I'm going to not just go through my expired medication, but I'm also going to try to consolidate where medicine lives in my house. Oh. Because okay. I have it like on the highest shelf in the kitchen and then on like the highest shelf in the hall cabinet and then in my medicine cabinet. You know, there's a few. It's like too many places. Okay. Interesting. Too many places. How about you? What's happening this week for you? Well, Kate, last week I talked about how I had had a conversation with my sister-in-law who gave me some tough love. About cleaning up your house. About cleaning up my house. And you know what is weird? I woke up this morning thinking about this. I almost texted you and was like, did you... I, I, I completely forgot about this, but I woke up and I was like, I wonder if... I'm just remembering what Allison told Dory. Yeah. I have not done it. Um, another theme on Excellent Adventure has been how I don't want to have people to our house because it's yeah. so messy. Yeah. And we've gotten a few emails over there being like, just have people over. So I am, am I think my goal, my intention this week is to 
invite some people over, whether it's a play date for Henry, whether it's my friends, whether it's like, who knows, but to have people who don't live here come into my home who are not Henry's nanny or Bo's dog walker. Mm -hmm. Here's a question for you. Yes. I grew up with a mom who always apologized when people came over our house. Like she would do a lot of like, I'm excuse the mess, even though it was like barely messy. And so now I find myself doing a lot of that of like apologizing for the messes. And I've been trying to push myself not to do that. And I find it like nauseatingly hard. Is that something that you feel like you would do or like you've, like could also implement or is that too much if you will could i implement not apologizing like, do for you the think mess? you would like are you a person who apologizes for the mess do you feel oh, like i that's... mean i obviously feel crippling shame over the mess right, so yes right. yeah um, yes totally i don't our house was not like pin drop neat growing up but i don't Nor mine. i don't remember my mom like apologizing for the mess that like that doesn't like ping for me but it also that wasn't a practice you learned as a child no but our house wasn't like my dad's office was always very cluttered but i don't remember like the house itself being super messy really um but Henry did have a play date a few weeks ago at someone's house and their house was like, it wasn't dirty, but it was cluttered. Like there was like, there were piles, there were things. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like not cause I do have a few friends whose houses are like, they, they have kids and their houses are very neat. And I have been, I think I've been subconsciously like comparing myself mm -hmm. to them they're all, like i also feel like they're minimalists you know what i mean like they yep. just have less stuff and are better at having less stuff and that is just not i don't think that's going to be possible so um yeah embrace your maximalist side i wish i could call it maximalist <laughs> Like I feel maximal like maximalist, maximalist. Max, well, maximalist. I feel like is a. I know it's like a design choice. A design choice yeah. that I don't feel is applicable here. But I know what you mean, though. I know it's yeah. like, yeah, I know what you mean. So, all right. Well, Kate. On that note, Forever Thirty Five is hosted and produced by me, Dory Shafrier, and you, Kate Spencer. Produced and edited by Sam Junio. Sammy Reed is our project manager and our network partner is Acast. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.